0: Welcome to Beyond the Document, the podcast from FormPipe, where we explore everything that is output, document, and customer communication management. Now, this episode is a little bit different because I'm joined not by one guest, but three, and they're all fellow FormPipers. We're currently sat in person in FormPipe HQ discussing product plans for both next year and all the way up to 2025. So it seemed like a great opportunity to create a podcast around that subject, a little bit more of an internal-focused episode. So I'm joined by Pinilla Vickman, Product Manager for Lazenet, Stuart Norman, Product Manager for Autoform DM, and Dean Palmer, Head of Cloud Services. Now, more and more often we're seeing clients take a Formpipe SaaS solution that involves both Lazenet and DM provided in the Formpipe cloud. So it's great for me to have these three people together. Now, I'm not going to do individual introductions that will come during our discussion, but I'd like to welcome all three of you to joining me today and thank you for joining Beyond the Document. So I'm going to kick off by looking at a, a quite a wide-ranging topic, which is around content management, but in particular, document management. Now, we know this can be simpler. We often meet organizations, both in the banking and the ERP world, who live in a very complex ecosystem. They rely upon multiple systems to run their uh, their businesses day-to-day, or maybe legacy systems also. But when they talk about their actual user requirements, they can often get a little bit lost in the weeds. But i believe we can we can help them make things a lot simpler yeah i mean
1: i'll be honest with 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 you with all the customers that we talk to and when we actually start to kind of really drill into things we find out that there isn't Anything terribly kind of unique or special about each of these different kind of use cases. It's just there's a lot, a lot of them. Um so it's really just about getting the, the documents um in in the right place, archiving them easily and, and and making them accessible. So as as you know, we have our integration with LaserNet, which covers off kind of a lot of use cases of getting the documents archived. Um we've got our kind of up-and-coming um, doc import module, which we're on like the fourth phase of now to help for external documents, and then of course accessing the documents and where our APIs come in that we talk about with a lot here at Formpipe um, Towers um, um, around yeah, getting the documents into the right place for people to be able to access them throughout all those different, you know, internal systems that they
0: have. Yeah, brilliant. And I think one thing that we try and focus on, all of us, is that we try to get the, the client or the partner that they're working with to just tell us their requirements. Yeah, t- talk us through what systems and, and content types you have. Would you agree on that? Yeah, uh,
2: one of the common issues that uh, or or challenges that I see when talking to customers is that they think it's complicated when it's actually not. Um, And they're looking at it from the point of how they want to save the documents but I always flip that on the head and think, how do you want to retrieve them? Yeah. How do you want to okay. search for them? How do you want to find them? And you'll suddenly go from this world where you're thinking you need to tag documents with 50 bits of metadata yeah. to actually tagging them with three. Yeah. So you kind of flip the problem around, view it from a different angle, um, and then it's it's often pretty
0: simple. Yeah, often when we look at end user requirements there, you might only want to give a user one field to search upon to bring back the content set, yeah? You're yeah, one yeah. Single yeah. something as simple thing. as customer number or yeah. order number, whatever yeah. it might be, yeah.
3: I think everything comes down to experience. I think the more people that has experienced something is able to assist the customer better. Yeah. So we've all learned by, you know, 10 years, 15 years <laughs> of experience and what not to do and what to do and how to simplify it, yeah. where the customer, this is their first time. They just seem, it seems like super difficult and it's really, really not when we've spent a
0: lifetime in documents, (laughs) Well, following on from that point as well, we do see quite a big shift at the moment in the way that people generate and then distribute documentation as well. And this also plays into the element of customer communications. Now, I know all of us around this table are probably involved in e-commerce and a personal point of view, or maybe have internet banking accounts as well. So we are seeing that companies need to adapt in the way that they also distribute their content. Can we touch a little bit on that?
3: Yeah, I have actually made several integrations where the use case was that the customer had a customer portal, but they were actually retrieving a less beautiful document per email but they actually couldn't see it from the customer portal. So we made a very simple integration through the customer portal in order to retrieve the exact same document that they retrieved first. Because what you actually really want is the same branding going around. So when the customer receives something, he of course also want to be able to log into a page and then see the same document. And that one we also have very, 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 very easy solutions for. For example, if you take the API and use it against the Outform DM, retrieve it instantly, That is a functionality.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting like thinking back now because I'm old enough to kind of remember that it, all, it was all about printing, right? It was all about Lasernet being this tool that printed documents out. Um, and then we got into the wonderful worlds of, of, of faxing and stuff, which I think has, has gone away now. But um, yeah, and, and but now it, the, kind of the, the whole script's been reversed and I was, I was kind of surprised to even hear that Lasernet still does printing. Oh, I know it does, but, um, but like so much of um, our discussions with our customers now around the distribution of documents, um, archiving them into DM and then how we kind of expose them to give people access um, and um yeah, thankfully like printing's becoming
2: yeah, a thing of the thing of the past. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot more discussions about data rather than documents now. And yeah. so you often get a place where, you know, you think about e-commerce, like you said, Ben, um, you log into your account to see what you've ordered or where your order is. You're not actually looking for the document. You're looking for the metadata, order mm. date, order number, shipment status, yes. fulfillment, whatever. That's all coming from some kind of document store that you could see the document if you wanted to, but the data is the real thing and it's presented in a unique way per business case.
0: And in the likelihood is people, your end customers will be doing that on a mobile device as well. You know, not yeah. everybody's sat down on a yeah. terminal anymore. Yeah. No. Okay, and with, with that in mind then, we, we need to also help our customers to acknowledge that every communication that does go external is a chance, it's a touch point. So it's a chance for them to promote themselves, promote their services or their products as well. And we're seeing this more and more when we talk to uh, our clients and our partners as well about the way that they want to make the most out of that ability to communicate.
3: I think what people forget is the the, the, the end customer that means our customers customer they are looking at this document if they have a chance and they only mainly do that with the invoice so the invoice for example is the only document you actually use you need to look at either reference number to pay it or to look at like we said before the date or what it was that you're looking for and that means that if you have a marketing perspective for that one as well which means that you can put up a picture you can link to a related product that they could actually also buy you have all the functionalities within our products to kind of link those things together and then have a way stronger because people are actually looking at this document uh, another thing that is also quite good with the documents is that uh, quotes or if you're looking uh, if you're putting stuff in your basket online and you retrieve an email saying hey you have these uh, these uh, these items waiting if you add a picture which is very simple to do if you add a picture with that one you're normally way more likely. It's like 40% more likely to actually go back and then buy these items. So use the stuff that is in the product already. If you have it, or then engage with the, with the functionalities doing these things is very, very big.
0: Yeah. And, and I know in a, in a conversation I had a few days ago, I, and I might have said this before as well to you guys, but let's start at the end. If we can get our clients or the partner to tell us the perfect world scenario, there's a chance we could probably help them get, I don't know, 95% of the way to that. You know, so don't be kind of held back by what you think you've got to achieve. You could achieve an absolutely fantastic communication or document to go external.
1: Yeah, I mean, and to speak for that, I mean, Laser. <clears throat> I don't get a chance to talk about Lazenet very often, as, as I kind of work with the DM product. But um, but having um, been lucky enough to, to to start working with LaserNet years ago in the '90s, like just like the amount of like um, functionality in there and what you can achieve with these doc- documents is just kind of it's really really incredible. Uh, it's exciting to kind of hear about 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 that.
3: And I also think we should talk more about communication because I think that's more what we do. We yeah. actually do communicate yes. more than documents. Yeah. Yeah. So we have yeah. the functionalities mm. to send documents back and forth. We have metadata back and forth. Mm. You can retrieve the document. Uh, you can send a message to SMS, mobile phone, email. Uh, we have, you know, power automate as well. You can actually use it for the whole, tr- whole chain of communicating. Mm. It's not just documents. It's like business communication.
0: And that's why Gartner places in customer communication management, that's the segment that they put it at, not document
3: or output management. You know, it's interesting. And then we also have vendor, we can also do vendor communication. We do a lot of those ones back and forth. We have input management, output management, communication, you have ASN, that is transportation communication. You have the whole plan of communication, so business communication, in and out. Yeah,
1: We need to move away from the word document,
0: right? Maybe yeah, we do. <laughs> <right. Yeah, laughs> the yeah, the, the podcast the is network called network Beyond is the Document. <laughs> right, right.
3: <laughs> but it's not about the document anymore. It used yeah. to be, but now it's not because cloud has given us endless possibilities yeah. to actually interact with one another, between vendors, between customers, between transportation companies. And that's
0: why I keep coming back to data. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, maybe that's a great opportunity then to explore cloud a little bit because, you know, we're talking about a f- fantastic solution here that's future-proofed and, and that you're going to take on and use for f- five, probably 10, 15 years within your organization. So, therefore, we've got to be thinking cloud first all the time. And, and maybe we can explore the other advantages of thinking in that way.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, a shift that I've 100% seen in the last... I don't know six seven years. Um, is this move towards software as a service? You know, um, cloud hosting, whatever you want to call it. Um, customers are less likely to want to run stuff themselves. It's hassle. It's overhead. It's procurement of hardware and software. You know, they're responsible for all of those things. Um, so, software as a service solves those problems. You know. Um, Software providers keep their systems up to date. You're always on the latest versions. You're always security patched. You don't have to worry about hiring network engineers or whatever it might be, um, and it allows you to easily onboard a new service. You know, because you don't have any setup time. You're up and running pretty much straight away. Um, start using that product and start, you know, having
0: a real impact on your business from day two potentially. Sure, and and from the end client point of view. The, the scalability opportunities that come with that as we start to print documents or maybe <laughs> yeah. distribute more data, you know, that that's something that we can really support in that way as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. Because uh, you're already kind of running in the cloud, um, it's easy or super simple to integrate with any other cloud-based provider, whether that's email, print, SMS, um, whatever it might be, some kind of digital uh, communication method, signatures, all kinds of stuff. Um, it's so much easier to do when we're in the cloud because you're just you're on the internet. It's yeah. there. And then you guys
0: from a product perspective, you know, it's
2: cloud first. I mean, there's music to my ears as far
1: <laughs> as the product's concerned and getting the latest and greatest out there as a customer, which is with the customers, should I say, which has always been, yeah, a bit of a challenge updating people and communicating on yeah. like the new yeah. functionality. And it's really sad from a, um, a development point of view, which I'm sure Penilla would agree that, you know, we, we have these great new new releases that people aren't able to see like um, as quickly as we'd like, which, you know, um, our our SaaS offering kind of solves that problem because everyone's getting uh, um, the the greatest straight away. Um, It's it's, it's wonderful, yeah.
3: There's a more value for money for the customer because we we do release twice a year, and the releases that we do in in our expertise of this field is outstanding, amazing, and security also, yeah. the latest things and it, it hurts my heart that you know people not using it the the first two years because yeah. they are now here and they do have an advantage <clears throat> against the competitors if they just moved up and we do have all these tools in order to assist them with the testing with the health in order to get them up faster and uh, the more they're like in the What is it called? When they're a couple of, when they're only like a couple of versions back behind, it makes it easier for them constantly to be updatable. Yeah. So, so that is also one of the things that if you just constantly, you know, update, it's way easier, it's way faster and you get the newest things first, which makes you, uh, way more compatible.
1: Yeah, it's, it's much easier to do it yes. in the so like It's like cutting your grass. If you leave it too long, it takes you absolutely ages. Whereas if you do it like once a week, then it's a nice, easy job. With an allergy, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. I, I have
3: some of those ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you wash your clothes and you leave it in the washing machine for too long, you need to wash it again and again and again and again and again, yeah. again, again.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And, you know, if you're going to invest in software and, and some yeah. of the platforms that we work with are seven figure investments, Yeah, yeah. you've then got to Use that supply, right? you have got to use the technology that they're building. Yeah. Into
3: yeah, also because it's 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 almost free. Yeah. You're already paying for it. Yeah. Why not use, use it? it?
0: Yeah, yeah, perfect. So, and uh, starting to look towards the bringing the episode to a close, I think it'd be good to then focus again on the end client and, uh, and their requirements. So we've already touched on a few things during during the pod and the, in the chat that we're having. But can you think of a pertinent point that would help people better understand what they can achieve through Document or, or data generation and distribution. Are, are there any key points that we should be spreading more widely into people listening to this episode?
2: The the place that I always go to is pretend you are the customer. Pretend you are the end user. What would you like to see? You know, if you were signing up to the service that you sell or purchasing the products that you sell, how would you like to be treated? What information do you want to see? What's important to you in that journey and that life cycle of your relationship? Um, and put that into practice. Go and talk to your customers. Talk to get some feedback from current customers or current partners, um, and make that happen. That's the most important thing.
3: And also, you might be surprised because half of the stuff that you actually put in your document, they might not really like. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there's also there's also win-win. Um, so definitely, yeah, always talk to the vendors and the customers.
0: Perfect. I think I think mine is just don't settle for good. Okay, yep. let, let's try and be the yep. best that you can with these communications because it is it's your one chance to be talking to that audience. Yeah, through, through your kind of life cycle or
2: relationship with a customer, you've got several touch points, several yeah. chances to check in with them, um, make them all as good as they can be. Yeah. Brilliant. Great tagline.
0: <laughs> Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I think that's been really useful uh, and an exciting conversation about where we're, where we're taking things. And Stu, thanks for uh, justifying the name of the podcast being Beyond <laughs> the Document. That's good to know we've got the right title. Uh, so, thank you all. Thanks very really much. You. Thank, thank you very really much. much. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Document, and thanks again to Stu Panilla and Dean for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode, a little bit different as we looked inside a form pipe. You can follow us at formpipe.com or just search for us on LinkedIn. Catch you next time on Beyond the Documents.